0: You're listening to the Go-Birds Pod, a Radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Oh, what's going on, Philadelphia? Hello, everybody. We are live from the freaking Tavern here in uh, Ewing, New Jersey. It is uh, episode number 18 of the Go-Birds podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but uh, Kirk Coupons and his uh, lovely tribe of uh, of Vikingdom is coming into the link for... Possibly revenge. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but I do have a feeling this is going to be a high-scoring game. And uh, we'll be live down at the Jet Road lot right at noon. So if you're coming in for the game for any reason, me and James Seltzer will be down there. We'll be drinking a lot of beers, maybe doing a little dancing as well. Uh, But we are excited to break down uh, some uh, Eagles and some Vikings uh, moving forward. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? James Seltzer, what's on your mind tonight?
1: Uh, I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. Eagles, this is a big game. It's funny because... I don't think either of these teams thought they would be where they are coming into this game right now. But or have
0: uh, struggles with their defense yeah, at the same time, too. who knew? Yeah.
1: But I think that, uh, look, it's a huge game for both teams, and uh, I'm excited to, to whoop the Vikings' ass again.
0: ESP, what's going on in your world down there? I mean, it's- other than the weird things you do, like don't hold on to your keys in your pocket, which is uh, we'll get not- into a little later. But
2: Yeah, but here, here's what I would say. Not just his keys. Not just okay. his keys. <laughs> This is really going to test my Vikings are a fraud theory, it right? Is. Like it is. this all season, I've been saying this Vikings are a fraud. They were, you know, they're one Clay Matthews hit away from being one and three, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been proven right.
0: Don't let me down, Eagles. Like I don't care, if Eagles. <laughs>
2: I don't care if the Eagles win or lose. I do care being wrong, and I do not like being proven wrong. But,
0: but I, we were discussing in the car, weren't we, James? As much as you are wrong, you still stand strong. You and stand you take strong because well, I'm man never This does not have a glass jaw. Yeah, right. yeah. He's,
1: he's got a tough exterior. <laughs> it's hard but to break through. Before them. we
2: get into this game too much, the thing I will say is like in a lot of ways we're looking at the exact same teams playing each other, and the fact that it's in Lincoln Financial Field is. A massive advantage for this game. Yeah, the, it's the biggest part of this game I when mean, you it, break it all down.
1: I'm just wondering with the fraud theory in play here, who has more to lose, the Eagles or Elliott? <laughs> this game, so well, it's true.
0: I mean, we I didn't. Bit, we didn't. That's a huge I mean, factor in this game. Two and three,
1: you can recover, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. you
2: know, once you're proven a fraud. <laughs> but I mean, look, the J matt touchdown last week that was good for the brand. Yeah. Right? That was very. It was very good for, the, good brand. Good
1: for the, the brand. Alshon best game as an Eagle, less good for the brand.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, even that a little possession receiver.
1: It just. It's just good they found their deep
2: threat. But let's 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 move on. People are oh, tired of it. So right? Well,
0: good. that's that's where we're going to start. I mean, okay. uh, we will certainly break down uh, what we are expecting against the Vikings coming in here. As we're having a great time once again at the uh, Firkin Tavern here in Ewing, New Jersey. Eagles cheerleaders are here. Uh, if you're listening to this, by the way, uh, come join us tomorrow night. Uh, and uh, go on uh, GoBirds, uh, at GoBirdspot on the Twitter.com uh, to find out where we are for the Eagles pep rally tomorrow. And there's a player to be named. We just Ooh. don't know who it is. Ooh, but,
1: that's almost more exciting. It
0: is. It's you know, like a mystery.
1: Because it, it can be any player. So
2: <laughs> also you know. I think it's right by the Philly Outlets, our spot. So you can come see the podcast and you can, you know, yeah, look yeah, at you that. Do a little, so little, little shoo like Yeah, do. Go get your fall
1: wardrobe ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks fly.
0: So, gentlemen, we're going to introduce uh the uh the new segment to the Go Birds spot. Yes. And I think this is uh this is out of the mind of James Selton. I think it's a really good idea. So we're gonna play good take bad take nice. and it's been a lot of takes since that Sunday loss against the Titans so gentlemen uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with James Seltzer good take bad take the reason why the Eagles are two and two is because of their defense John
2: is just serving you up ready to slap you down <laughs>
0: just, no this is this has been ongoing of the entire week that is a good take wow that is a good take good take they are
1: two and two because of the defense bad take the disappointment of the defense the somehow jekyll and hyde home and road defense look all Corey graham has to do is cover a guy and they're three and one this is inarguable in my mind of course they're two and two because of the defense Wentz looked great against, that's the biggest thing that we have not talked about enough from that Eagles-Titans game was Wentz was the most accurate we've ever seen him be. Uh, it, the defense let him down. The defense let him down, and sure, the defense played a role in the win against Atlanta. The defense played a role in the win against the Colts, but ultimately, when you're looking at why are they 2-2 two and two instead of 3-1 and one or 4-0, or oh, the defense let them down
0: ESP, good take bad take the uh, Eagles defense is why they're 2-2
1: it's a bad
2: take and I'll I'll, I'll say this to James you would know something about bad
3: takes I'll also say this
2: we're now the only podcast that you can listen to that's about takes so there (laughs) There you go right so you're good to go no other take podcast let me ask you this how many games has the offense won for
0: them Oh my God! It's elsewhere. Nowhere to
1: go. How many games, Nowhere to go. How many? Like how many games <laughs> is the the offense lost for? How many games is the defense how won? How many is how the offense many, lost no, no, for? No, no. Answer my it question. How out. many? No, no, no. One. The
2: defense won one. No, game. the defense won every game they've won. They won the Falcons game. They won the Colts
1: game. So, so you're actually saying you're saying that the reason that they're two and two is because of the defense? No, the defense won them I'm two games and lost them two games. The offense
2: is the much. It is the much bigger issue with this team right now.
1: That that's not the take. The take is the reason they're two and two is because of the defense.
2: No, the take. Look, if they score, like I'm, I'm it's so saying, funny now how everyone look. You really, like, Jim Schwartz, the best thing he did was take all the heat off the offense because it really took a monumental breakdown for that to happen. The offense scored 17 points for the majority of the game. They got the three at the last second. Mm -hmm. But, like, since when, and I saw John tweet this, but, like, since when is scoring 17 points acceptable? Right? Thank you. Since when is scoring 20 points being like, ooh, it wasn't the offense's fault?
1: Well, I'm not saying the offense isn't culpable. I'm just saying that the defense is what ultimately. Which unit has played better? The offense put them in which, position to win.
2: Which unit has played better? On
1: the road, the offense. No, no, has played no, no, better. no. That's not on the question. The, at home, the defense is better. Overall, that is. That overall,
2: is which unit has played better?
1: I think they probably played about. Oh, the same. come on. Probably just, played just, about just, the same. Yeah. No, you're dead. The right. home defense. You know, Excuse it. No, They're no, so no, much no. better at home. They're awful on
2: the road. The offense has been
1: awful at every single part. Yeah, but Carson Wentz is back. Yeah, he's played well. But they you score. can only judge the offense with Carson Wentz in there. And sure, All in right, the I'm going to jump in on that. Okay, okay, I'm going to jump okay. in
0: on that All before right. you guys go anywhere. Because I, I am, oddly enough, I'm in between this. And I know that's not the wow, game. I
2: feel like you're abandoning me. I'm, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not.
0: The, I think it's a, it's a really bad take, in fact. I think it's a stupid take oh. if you think that the Eagles, the only reason why the Eagles are 2-2 two and two right now is because of the defense. Well, obviously There is the multiple opportunities. Now, I, here's what I want to say to everybody. If Marcus Mariota and Carson Wentz's lines are exactly the same, did the Titans' defense play poorly throughout that entire game, or am I just crazy?
1: The Titans did a great job of dialing up the right blitzes, and, and the Titans' defense is really good. Let's, let's not underrate how good the Titans' yeah, I'm defense I'm not is. saying that they're not. And also, we're not saying it's only one thing or the other. Obviously, there are a lot of reasons and a lot of things that make it culpable, but I'm just saying what you expected out of each unit has to be a part of this discussion. You expect the defense to be able to show up in those spots. And they did. They, they
0: carried. They. Ca- I agree with Elliot. They carried the team when they needed to at home. And I know you don't think at this home way. They did. Well, I mean, here's the, the most damning and stat and away. Here's they the, carried them during the Titans until overtime.
2: Here's the most damning stat: the defense is top ten in points allowed and third down percentage. Allowed. Seventh in DVOA, right? The offense is 26 in points scored and is outside the top
1: 10. I think they're like 11th and 12th and third down.
0: Again. So
2: in what world has the defense play,
1: has the, has the offense played the, better? The the, the reason they're 2-2 two and two is because the defense lets them down. You expect more from the defense but in those why spots. But why are how we not? How does if Corey Graham covers a guy, they're
0: 3-1? Sure. And then we're not talking about how bad the defense is either. Because you would go, you mean all mean right. Offense? No, I'm saying then we're not talking about how, uh, like, everyone Look, after I, that I game said, please get rid of Jalen Mills and right, Ronald Dart. Uh, the
1: point is, without Wentz there and with all the injuries on offense, you needed more from the defense. The defense is healthy. They have all their guys there. Obviously, losing McLeod at Tennessee d- hurt. hurt. But defense gave that up. didn't ex- hurt. 20, That, th- that, th- you that you lost
0: th- them the game. You
1: needed more from the defense. If you I told you more, if you needed I told them you, to step up more. If I told you before the game the
2: defense gave up 20 points in regulation, would you have picked them to win? Against Instantly. Tennessee? Against Instantly. Tennessee. Instantly.
1: I don't know. I have, if, if I would have told you, that probably that, not against Tennessee. I don't know. I just think, look, Tennessee's like, got a really good defense. I was not. I said twenty to seventeen was my call for the game. I thought the Eagles would win twenty to seventeen. So I, if you said that, I'd say no, they tied. Today's would have been very close. In today's NFL, scoring twenty points is not a good day off. I of agree offense. with you. Here's the thing: offense is out of control right now, and I agree that, like, look, not 20, the Eagles' offense. I'm saying it's not enough, but right. I'm saying that. What my point is that. We all knew that Carson Wentz, first of all, wasn't here for the first two games. And it, it takes time for the offense to get in rhythm with Carson Wentz. Right. All the injuries, all that stuff. My point is that we got what, what I expected to get from that offense in these first two games. I expected to get better. My, Alshon's first game back, that helped. Nelson Snagler had the worst game we've seen him have since 2016. The offensive line isn't didn't play nearly but as well as But why is they that okay? To. But I'm not it, who's saying it's okay. <laughs> well, no, everybody it's everyone, okay? Is.
0: Everyone, game. Game. everyone is everyone is. Let me let me, let me they...
2: make my point for you since you can't do it, right?
0: <laughs> make your yeah, point make, for yeah. you, okay? yeah, Right? right.
2: Your best argument is that the offense has dealt with far more injuries.
1: That, was, that is my argument. That's right. my point. I'm saying that we need more from the defense because of what's going on with the offense. You can't expect an offense that doesn't have its parts to be that successful.
0: So why are we not looking at Doug Peterson and going, hey, man. Uh, you're depleted, Because where's your second-round tight end? No one's saying, no yeah, one's that's saying a that fair that's an point. atrocious uh, or whatever. not saying or that? Or why is Jordan Matthews in on all your red zone uh, opportunities? He's when the best f-
2: receiver on the team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 when no, you've I, seen I, it I, time I and time again. Is anyone not, why is not why is, know, it, how saying how that? How come you're not right? call, calling out Lane Johnson? If, if you're, how come you're not calling out Jason Peters the same way that you're doing it? Because it's easier. It is easier to look at Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby and go, man, do they suck, when the reality is, and no one has said this all week, the reason why they lost the game, is Corey Graham. From beginning sure. to end. If you have a safety that can is playing cover three robber and can only cover middle of the field and he's not there to back up your corners, and then you're asking your corners to basically go play safety, it's gonna look like that. And even when it did look like that it wasn't
1: that bad well because you're playing a Tennessee <laughs> offense that is conservative not, and isn't isn't an
0: offense not sure anymore that Mariota's well, they our still, back.
1: yeah but st- and, and, and they, gave, made Mariota. The they made Mariota look like the best he's ever looked in the NFL and yeah. I I still think there's something there with Mariota as we discussed he won that playoff game I think I'm not giving up on him right. I think. but the yes the Eagles defense made Mariota look amazing that's part of the point that's what I'm
0: saying and this is the overall thing is is where everybody's right Ultimately, is, everyone's to blame. Of course. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But Wait. I I Exactly. Exactly. But I am so baffled by everyone's... And, and it's because he won the Super Bowl, Let and, me, and well, I get that, but okay, everyone's I mean, given Doug a pass. I, everyone's given everybody else a I just pass. I think it's like what Elliot Not said. It's the,
1: in- it's the It's the fact that one unit until the McLeod injury, and yes, that was a bad one too, but... The secondary has not looked good this season, yeah. period. Uh, I think that the defense has all its guys there, and the offense hasn't. And I think that as a result, you're asking for more from the defense, and I think that's fair to do. I think this is this is my point. The defense can play at the level it is right now, and the
2: Eagles can you know make the playoffs, potentially go deep. The offense has to improve. The defense has been really good at home. They were you know not obviously not great against Tennessee although they held them for three points the majority of the game they did they blew it like no doubt but the offense has to improve you can get this type of play from the defense and still be a very successful team
1: i agree and the the way the NFL is right now they have to get more from the offense my point is that i i expect the offense to get better if the offense doesn't get better that's a real issue but with the injuries they've had and the situation they've had I, I think I thought it was gonna take time. I didn't think Carson Wentz was gonna Carson Wentz looked better than I expected him to. He's looked so much better yeah. in his first but two games it, back than I expected him isn't to. Isn't
2: it worrisome that you got a good we we can all agree injury, no injury, rust, whatever. A good game from Carson Wentz. A, a, yeah, g- okay. okay. yeah. a great game. A great yeah. game. You got the best game Alshon's ever played in an Eagles yeah, I'm, uniform. Right.
1: Not, I'm not saying the offense was good enough.
2: But I, no, but in I'm general. What I'm saying is you actually did get a lot of good performance from the offense, and you still only scored
0: 20 Because there's points. no points there, and that's the biggest thing. And that's when we look at this too, James. I think we're so obsessed with yardage that it it, it, it blinds us from what actually happens on the field. You know, in this, it like when we look at, to me, the concern is, wow, Jalen Mills is getting targeted a lot. Not the amount of yards that they're letting up through the air, which is... I think, tops in the league, or at least in top three. But they're top five in third downs. They're top five in uh, against the rush. They're top ten in points scored. I'm good. You know, like, and, and we were even mentioning it. I think Marks and Reese were actually talking about it today. Just how outrageous that there is... X amount of 400-yard passers week in and week yeah, out is at our record high right now. The yard, yards really don't matter. You've got to keep them out of the end zone as, as much and as— you have to get in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: agree. My, again, my point is based on the fact that the defense was fully healthy for three games and missing McLeod for one, whereas the offense was missing their best just player for a, two. Just
0: missing their starting missing safety. missing their
1: best player. <laughs> but, you know, that's one game. I'm saying the offense was missing— their best yeah. player for two games in Carson Wentz missing Alshon Jeffrey until the Tennessee game. It takes time. They've only they haven't had Darren Sproles. They haven't yes. had Corey Clement. The, all the pieces aren't there. That that's my issue. I'm I'm saying that with that being the case, just like we said last year when. Ultimately, Nick Foles ended up proving us wrong by saying, you know, I'm going to be the best fucking quarterback on the planet. <laughs> but we said the defense has to carry them. Like, that's more my point. And um, they did It's not the that the, de- the defense is clearly b- played better than the offense o- on a macro sense when you put it all together. I'm saying that it has to. And it had to. And you hope that the offense can get better and carry you now that guys are back and help carry you. But the defense needed to play better. They needed to take those games. But here's the thing. Like, I understand. Yeah, final point here. Right. Here's the only thing I'll say. And we
2: don't need to get into a Nick Foles debate. But. I agree with the point about the injuries with the offense, but the reason you kept Nick Foles and you paid him $20 million is because you thought, okay, if he needs to start 3 4 games, there will not be significant dip in the offense. Like that's why you did it. Yep. So, I understand the point and I I made it a few minutes ago about the, about the injuries, but at the end of the day, the offense has simply not been good enough. Doug deserves credit. You know, the offensive line has not been playing well. Great. Like these guys absolutely deserve blame for what's happened. That's the <laughs> ultimate point I'm making. Like just writing it off because of injuries is I think being a little too simple about
0: it. Yeah, I, I, I and and same with uh, I, I agree with that. Like if you thought, and I know you didn't think this way, but if you thought that Nick Foles was going to step in there and be the guy again, and that's the reason why they kept him, uh, then you should be a little bit, bit disappointed, a lot disappointed in the offense, yep. and uh, and that's where I'm at with that. So well,
2: I think we can decide. Me and John get the cheesesteak rolls because <laughs> yes, you're yes, wrong. Yes, There's yes. only two of them, so
1: you're
0: out. And uh, yeah, again, some good. delicious food coming to us from the uh, the freaking tavern here as we're uh, having a great time and uh, uh, drinking a lot of beers. It's a great place. You know, people are throwing darts tonight. I see. Uh, I, John, I would see you say A lot of pool would tables. You say it's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. We're having a freaking good time here. So it's good. Do you um, suck at darts. Are, are, you, are you
1: guys good at darts? I'm, I'm okay. Nine. I'm okay. I am shut really f- shot,
0: shot. my time. I'm going to pull once or twice. I'm
1: going to pull. John's very good at. Oh, yeah. you got The league champion here. Yeah, there we go. Look at that. Look at that. It's, that's a way too big a trophy for darts. <laughs> that trophy is obscene. Yes, they Smaller should not be giving that out now. for for darts. That's it.
0: Uh, that's and the uh, the the main yeah. Thing, yeah. thing about uh, you know trophies is, is that uh, yeah. the Eagles won a trophy last year, and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Did not. So that is kind of what I'm still holding over them and continue to hold them. We don't talk about that enough. We don't. And and how embarrassing it was for it to be, you know, 38 to 7 is so funny uh, because my good friend uh, Andy uh, Carlson uh, reached out to me for the, you know, does Purple for the wind podcast over in Minnesota. And he's going, what was your thought process when you saw Najee Good just get absolutely torched by Kyle Rudolph in that first drive that they had and they just marched down the field and they go, oh crap, here we go. And Nick Foles came out, and I said, "Wow, he looks really confident." And Trey Burton just stepped out of bounds on a really easy throw. Of course, that you know all that's going to happen. And then we know what happened after that. Rob, but um, it's it's as much as we've just been debating, you know, offense versus defense. I don't know what they're exactly debating there. Kirk Cousins' numbers and stuff still look really good. Is it Kurt? Uh, and yeah, and even, even Doug, uh, ooh, said Doug said it, said <laughs> it today. <laughs> ah, Shout out okay. to him. I don't know if that was on purpose, it, but no, if it was, no,
1: it just shows that Doug listens to the podcast. I think that's pretty <laughs> clear. That is the only real takeaway that we can have from that. That Doug listens to the podcast, yes. and it just slipped into it. And you it know, like, really, we you are know. the <laughs> only Eagles. <podcast>.
0: That's <laughs> yes, exactly that's right. right. Uh, so it's it's been a, a long time removed since then, and and we can already feel that too. And I don't know, like I'm, I I will enjoy kind of. The uh, you know the, the Minnesota Vikings fans here getting completely salty and just remembering the NFC Championship game and all that, but I, I don't think we are. It, does it feel like everyone else is in the holy crap they have to win this game? Yeah, mode yes, because yeah. that's where I'm at. I well, mean, uh, and Vikings fans are too, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, especially them.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a um, that it's a crazy spot. And look. It's not a must-win game. Let's head Jack uh, Fritz off. Yeah. Are we, are we sure Jack? it's not a must-win no, game?
0: No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: If, I'm gonna say no. It's not. If they drop to two and
2: three, I'll just say it. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Whoa. I'll, I'll say it right there. Ow. Oh, Yo, I gotta write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you lose two of your first five games, I mean, sorry, three of your first five games. Like, yeah, they'll make the playoffs because the division's so bad. I just personally, if they if they lose this game, I'm I'm out. I'm telling you that. Right wow! Now. I, I look. I mean, we. I don't they, think they're going to lose, but I'm just. They. I am out if they lose this game. Wow! I, I think you're going to so learn everything here, you need to know about these. Look, this, this
1: I. Game I, I. You know, look. I think it's a huge game, and I think it's certainly worrisome if they lose it. And two and three, that's tough. But, but this is a team, and again, I feel like we talk so much about. Oh, don't judge too much the first month of the season. Yeah, it's a new preseason; they're just right. getting a sheep. and then we just lose our minds and freak out about the first month of the season it takes time for teams to get into shape and look could it be that playing into February is just their shot and and they're not going to have it yeah that's absolutely possible and a 2-3 and start isn't great but this is still a team that's shown that they can win big important games and uh, I have a quarterback and Carson Wentz who we stopped talking about the drive and the hunger but I don't know why we haven't that guy wants to win a Super Bowl more than anyone else on the planet and I'm just like if they're two and three they're in a bad division I don't believe that they can't go on the road and win in the playoffs they can't they can win a big game on the road yeah
2: they could win one
1: they Maybe they can win two, but are are they going – here's my point. We
0: have no idea what's going to happen towards but, the end of the season, though. But like this, th- this, but, is, this is what but I'm this saying. But this is my
2: point. Like These aren't my words. Like right. Howie Roseman himself, when he came back, said, look, like if you have a realistic chance winning the Super Bowl, you yeah. have to be a top-two seed. And if they lose this game, they have three losses. And, yeah, I, maybe they run the table, they end the season with four or five losses. But realistically, if you're two and three, the chance of you winning ten straight games – Probably unlikely. I mean, but, yeah,
0: it's unt- like I they mean, won nine last year yeah, in a row. I mean, at that all the time, was,
2: yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. your the point, Seattle Seahawks,
1: <laughs> the 2014 Seahawks, who went back and almost, you know, were a were a what, what happened dumbest to them? play call of all time away from repeating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that team started three and three. They started three and three, and they went back to the Super Bowl. They went 12 and four, and they 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 were up hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch away from repeat champions. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's not. Get carried away with the fact that it is a must-win game in Game Five of the season. I'm sorry, that's crazy. Yeah, if they're talk. below if, if they're talk.
0: below 500 after London, then then that's a, a yes, conversation.
1: That's a
2: different story. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, look, if they lose this game, are they not going to go to the playoffs? No, I think they're going to go to the playoffs. If they lose this game, could they could they win a playoff game or two? Yeah, I'm just saying personally, if they lose this game to me, I think you just kind of say, you know what, I just don't think this is their year.
0: Yeah, and this is kind of. Um, you know, Cousins has always had really good numbers when he played against the Eagles and no matter what. It's just that uh, that fun thing that we always like to talk about and some people believe it and some people don't. It's that QB wins, right? He's, I think, two and two overall coming into the link and uh, playing against these guys. Um, he's really familiar with what they're doing. John Filippo certainly is. This is another, hey, uh, an offensive coordinator knowing exactly where to attack. And the first things that I just I have heart palpitations about, even though I'm, I'm sitting here saying like, hey, you know, the defense hasn't played terrible overall. But good Lord, if, if I see, see Stefan Diggs matched up with Jalen Mills the entire game, I'm going to lose it. Well, I'm the only way it's it.
2: not happening is if the Vikings decide not to do it, because we all know. Schwartz <laughs> yes. the but about
0: this it. is what I don't understand about Jim Schwartz. You know, people say press, whatever. Sure, do you want to throw that in? Yeah, but most most defenses play off most of them do. So I, I'm okay with that. No one has really attacked them in the short passing game, really. Uh, yeah, but, Tampa a little bit, yeah. But the but the crossers and the posts and all of that is, and then you just put Corey Graham back into it, like. Adam Thielen is going to have a great day, and there's no way around that, really. I
1: think Diggs is, too. You know? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think this defense is stopping the Minnesota passing can, game. Can I ask you
2: why, though? Because they faced – I mean, I know the quarterback is different, yeah. but – I mean, you know, Vikings quarterback was pretty good last year. For some reason, the name's escaping me right now. Case, Keenum. Case Keenum, yeah. yeah. But his numbers were pretty good last year. And Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen came into the link last year. And they didn't do anything. Yeah, but it, uh, Kurt,
1: and for, what what did they do the year but before? But we can't,
0: we can't really go from, you know, last year and the momentum that they yeah. were not having. Robbins,
1: and, I mean, Thielen's yeah. in the slot a ton. Patrick Robinson the Roddy slot. Rodney
0: McLeod's not there <laughs> this yeah, time. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying, like. We have to give credence to that now, and for those that didn't believe that that was happening, uh, now it's there. And now, uh, you know, it looks like, as Adam Kaplan and uh, Jeff Mosher pointed out on Inside the Birds, which you can go listen to, it's in our feed there as well. Last night, they like Avante Maddox back at safety in a dime safety role, which was Corey Graham's thing, which just leads to, okay, I guess it's not going to be split up between... DeAndre Hall, we're still kind of – you traded for him. Well, I asked him, you this, know?
2: I asked him this week because it is kind of funny how, like, literally no one even mentions him. Like, no one's like, oh, maybe they'll put DeAndre Hall in there, right? Yeah. I asked him. He said he knows the playbook. He said he's ready to go. So, whatever that's worth. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying he is, like, a, a live human being. I did discuss with play. Yes. I did talk to him, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be going back there.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, so, that's, that's where I'm just saying, you know, again – Yards will always come into it. Cousins has always had a lot of yards. That's why they compared him to Aaron Rodgers stupidly, when was that, three years ago on uh, on ESPN? Hey, so he's always going to be that guy that y- you could argue is going to be in the top 10 and then swings back into the 15. And he'd got, he kind of does that. Uh, I, I, honestly... I haven't been overly impressed with anything that the Vikings offense has done yet. Like they're still well, they can't run the ball. At no, all. Uh, yeah, and it's and it's running, weird they're, that they're
1: throwing the ball 75% of the time. And, and Dalvin and Cook the, might not play, right? That's right.
0: So that he's going to hang out there.
1: It's, 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 75% of the time? I mean that's that's that's. Uh, because your offensive awful. line, stinks. I mean, that's embarrassing. Though seventy-five percent, you're running the ball twenty-five percent. That's right. just like even you're like forcing. All right, like I guess we got to hand it off once yeah. or twice. I mean, <laughs> what, are they, what? I mean, that's so bad. That I'll, is so bad. I'll say this
2: too. Like we can debate how good the defensive line has been. I think they've played well. Probably not lived up to the extremely high expectations. This is a week where we can't leave the game saying, "Oh well, they got good pressure, but they didn't bring a hundred percent." This is the game where you have to show. Like the D line okay, has is, to own this game. Because if they don't, then you could see big games from, you know, Thielen and Diggs. I think the
0: only
1: reason you won't is if they own the line.
0: Like, that's it. And I also wonder, too, like, in the critiques of Jim Schwartz through this, you— I don't see any different styles of blitzes a lot of the time. Do you guys like I sometimes? No, sometimes you'll see that no. double A gap with hits. He Hicks, does the safety well, blitz, but it's, it's safety or it's all out, or that's pretty much it.
1: It was especially stark watching what Dean Pease and Vrabel in Tennessee were doing with all these creative things. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were they totally psyched out. I mean, they had like what two sacks of wins where there was literally unblocked. I know the, the uh, Malcolm Butler one was like literally no one blocked him. I, 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 you see that kind of stuff and then you watch the the creativity on this side and it is frustrating.
0: Yeah it is and uh, I, I don't know how you, that's what I'm saying, like what do you do at this point to to fix that or to get better pressure or it's just not getting home you know? And, and I, All you do have is different you, you, you hope your defensive
2: line plays better if you're Schwartz yeah. that's all you're going to do right? I mean look, the Eagles have invested a ton of resources in this defensive line, they're going to continue to do it, there's a lot of money, there's draft picks, that's the line they prioritize outside of quarterback you got the defense is built around them winning the one-on-one, their one on one matchups and getting to the quarterback. And they have been doing it to a certain degree. They're just not bringing the quarterback down a lot, which, you know, you, a lot of people will say, well, if you're getting pressure, that's okay. But no, in this game, you have to bring Cousins down. This is where you show you're a dominant defensive line because you're facing a Vikings offensive line that is not good. And you just dominated, you know, in the playoffs last year and you dominated the year before. Like, let's not forget, yep. like, Brad I think there, the there's something to be said for the fact that I think the Eagles just have the Vikings number. Like I think they come into Philly that so much fun and,
0: oh, <laughs> If they do Can we do yeah. another romp oh. That would be
1: so great uh, Yeah
0: that, I think that would be Kind of the, the best part of it And uh, honestly this if week we can get
1: Nick Foles in at the end When it's like a <laughs> blowout Just to do like the Foles, but, Foles. yeah. I was yes, thinking like yeah. Can you do the Wentz with that Like can you go
2: like
0: Wentz No, nah, it doesn't it have would, the same but it's not doesn't have it's the same
2: like feel Well you know what so the good. answer is Eagles fans can do whatever they want with that chant because they own it. Yeah, it's theirs now. And it's no longer the Vikings chant. Yeah, let's
1: let's not forget that they put a dress on Rocky, (laughs) all right? Can we never forget that as long as any Minnesota fan comes into Philadelphia? Yes. Never forget.
0: Uh, I do uh, never want to forget as well, and you guys don't want to either, heading into the weekend is, uh, man, oh, man, the Cape May Brewing Company has absolutely hooked us up this week. Uh, Jenna came by the studio to tell us more about the beers that they dropped off. And uh, here's our conversation as we compare the wonderful ingredients to Eagles players. And uh, I'm not lying to you. There are one, two, three, four, six packs of the most delicious coastal evacuation Double IPA that is sitting in front of me, and this, Jenna, to me is, uh, well, well, one, we got to compare some of this, what's going into the beer, I think, to what's going on with the Eagles right now, and maybe we can come up with something really cool with that, but this is a great transitional beer from, it's it's getting a little less hot now, it's getting a little darker, and uh, this is this is probably uh, really refreshing for a double IPA. People, I think, get scared away when they hear, oh my God, this is 8% ABV and a double IPA, yeah. but... This is uh, exceptionally drinkable, right?
3: Absolutely, yeah. This is uh, this is really like my kind of beer for this time of the weather. It's still nice out, uh, but you know we're all kind of hanging out at yeah. home watching Eagles games. Well, you just uh, said you had fifteen up. people over at your house, <laughs> and it was
0: your birthday and the whole. Yeah, yeah. Thing Even said robust. So yeah, this is this. Yeah, is
3: it was a pretty South Philly kind of nice. uh, event. Yeah, it, it went really well for most part, but then uh, everybody you know switched over from their pale ales to the, the yes, double IPAs as to they should. Drink away that loss.
0: So uh, yeah, tell me about this. Like, what is? uh, Let's go through some of the components here. Like, what uh, what what really carries this beer?
3: Yeah, yeah. So this is Coastal Evacuation. It's a kind of a a big beer. It's it's our year round double IPA. So uh, it's got some interesting things going on with it. I know. you know, ingredients in beer certainly it's got to have a little bit of water. Yeah, sure, uh, but, uh,
0: main factor, <laughs> right? Not the interesting part.
3: Uh, so one of the the things I find interesting, we actually use a different type of malt in this than we do a lot of other IPAs. You'll see it's brighter in color, so it's got Pilsner uh, malt with it. So that's kind oh, of that like li- lightly okay. roasted one with a little bit of uh, wheat as well to hold up to the um, to the all the hops that we. Through in there. So the
0: Pilsner almost kind of chills it out a little bit, and then the wheat brings the body of it in there. Yeah, exactly. Much like you got a little combo of, let's say, the Pilsner's like Nelson Aguilar, and he's well, hopefully he's not dropping the hops <laughs> on the way to make the beer. Yeah, you know, not that yet, was, that not was pretty yet. Pretty bad last week, <laughs> but it, you know the speed, and the, all of a sudden he's there, and he's he makes it easier to get downfield, and then and then the the wheat's like Alshon Jeffrey, where he's just he's the workhorse. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get in the end zone, going to rip it away from guys, and be like, yes, it's a perfect combo of, of speed and power basically
3: Yeah yeah I love that I okay. think that's
0: that's totally right. Jenna, where can we get the coastal evacuation double IPA?
3: Uh, you can find it in a lot of the bottle shops in the area liquor stores in, in Pennsylvania Philly in uh, southwestern PA we're you know getting it further and further out I think the easiest thing to do is always to check out Kme we have a beer finder on there so you can uh, see we're also this is because this is one of our year-round beers you'll see it at some of the you know, bars and restaurants in the area That's as fantastic. well uh,
0: they have the kegs tapped already <laughs> okay, Yes. good yes yeah
3: so uh, definitely look out for it and give it a try when you're out because uh, like I said this is a great beer for this time of year, uh, and for you know watching the Eagles game with some friends, but maybe start like the third quarter on the third quarter is good. Yeah, yeah third yeah, quarter.
0: Yeah. This is the or yeah celebration beer, <laughs> uh, sure. prep beer. It all works. It all works there. Yeah. Uh, well, Jenna, thank you so much. It, once again, the double IPA coastal uh, evacuation. It's delicious, and um, there's like I said, there's. Well, I can't do math. Uh mm-hmm. twenty four of yeah. them in front of me, so they'll all probably be gone by Sunday. Uh, good call. Jenna, thank you so much for stopping by. Ah, thanks for hanging out. This is fun. And guys talking about this this offense too is you know, we, we're debating it right here in the middle of the or the beginning of the podcast and where it needs to go. And unfortunately, it keeps getting back on the injury report. Like yeah. to me now, this is the second week of Corey Clement is probably not gonna go as he's another DNP. Darren Sproles, I don't know what he did. It's got to be
2: more serious. It's got to right? be way more serious. I mean, he was out there last week at practice stretching, and now he's not out there at all. He's been yeah. doing that.
0: And yeah. I mean,
1: look, you know, he's old.
0: He's old. old. He's old. He is. But this is you're you're getting to that now, and it's it's going to be the same game plan. Josh Adams is probably going to be active is still playing with his you know his back injury and then there's good old Wendell Smallwood coming up again Love and that now <laughs> we are and listen I know people are kind of Levion belled out I
2: was waiting for you to say it <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it but
0: I I am and uh, I'm never the the uh the guy that gets too attracted to the just the name that's out there but listen everyone's talking about it like uh, 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 John Clayton wrote a big piece about it. What today. Joe Banner said? Yeah, Joe Banner thought it was a good idea when he was talking to Shil Kapadia from the Athletic. By yeah. the way, congratulations to Birds with Friends joining ninety-four WIP for the hour with uh, with Joe Gillio. Thought that was a lot of fun last night. But uh, James, I'm at I'm at do this thing. You know, and we all know the reasons why people try and act like they invented them too. If you notice that, they just take Joe Banner's words. Well, actually, if they uh, if they get the uh, compensation pick, then it makes a lot of sense because then they get it back, and then it's not, and then it's more like a swap and blah, blah. Like we we know pretty much all of how that could go into it. That's why I'm just when we talk about what this offense needs. Yeah, the running back. Do they value them? We obviously know that's not true. I need them to score points. Le'Veon Bell scores you points.
1: Yeah, do they need the like best non quarterback offensive player in the sport? <laughs> <What are we laughs> talking about? That'd yeah, be, cool. Yeah. Uh, That'd yeah, be look, cool. yeah, I think um I think when you look at it and when you talk about the unique opportunity that they have right now to repeat, to take advantage of Carson Wentz while he's still on his rookie deal. Yeah, I think it makes all the sense in the world. And, like, again, I know there's a lot of variables to this, and people throw in your face well, "Well, he won't sign here, or he can't come in, or you won't be able to talk to him. (laughs) Whatever. I get it. I get there's a lot of variables to it. If we're talking about a third round pick or something in that vicinity, like, this is a no brainer. This is a go out and do it now right now do, stop he's a wide receiver and a running back he does everything for you he is great in blitz pickup he makes this offense immediately magnitudes better like uh, 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 exponentially better I, I i'm with you man and i again i know there's a lot of a lot of you know people who seem to have all these reasons to not do it and whatever those reasons are I, even if it's a rental for me, even if Levy and Bell says, oh, Fine, I'll play it the season for Young and try and win a Super Bowl, whatever, and then I'm going on the market, cool.
2: I'll do it. So but I've been, It is worth it. I've been, it lot, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I've spent an entire offseason trolling Giants fans with how dumb it was to take Saquon at number two, right? Well, and there's one a reason the, why. Yeah. yeah, well, one of the top arguments is because you don't invest in the running back position.
0: I See, and that's the thing I disagree with.
2: Well, okay. So, you think Saquon was the right pick?
0: No, I'm saying it's all situational. Like, yeah. th- there's, I- I'm okay if you take a running back in the top five. I honestly am. I think Saquon Barkley's worthy of that pick. But the Giants shouldn't have done right. that. The well, Browns probably should have done that but not the Giants. Well, yeah. okay,
2: we can have this debate comes draft time because I think there's yeah. never a reason to take a ring back in the and top And it's the five. same
0: reason, and you spit out Thomas Rawls, and you go, look at Corey Clement, and you look at the kid in, in Denver right now that everybody's pointing Phillip to. Lindsay. Get back to me in two years when those guys don't exist. And how's okay. Christine Michael doing too, by the way? Like, it's but, all that.
2: Back to the Le'Veon thing. Yes. I think the difference is, because you are talking about investing potentially a big contract, potentially a yep. second-round pick, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they, the report is the Steelers want a second-round pick and a good player, right? So... Who, who you know, maybe you're potentially giving and up And again, the top that's backup. what they want to right, right, right. Right. get. But yeah. I guess I guess my point is this to to what John was saying about situational. Like it's different than the Saquon thing, and it's different than a lot of other things because the Eagles have the chance to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Yep. And what that means is you go and you get Le'Veon, you worry about the draft pick another time. I don't even care if you don't sign him again. If you mm. trade a second yep. round pick for him and he helps you win, that was a good second round of pick. Of course. Right. And for what it's worth, I would even make the argument like you're almost better off not signing them. Like just view them as a rental. Don't give them a huge deal, yep. right? But for what we just talked about, this offense needs people. Needs playmakers that make people mess. Who on this off- who on this offense right now is dangerous in the open field?
0: Um Aguilar? open field. Aguilar, Aguilar, yeah, that's and that's it.
2: probably it, right? And, yeah. and look, Dallas I mean, got A, her. a healthy Cuz he'll truck them over. A healthy Darren Sproles, but but yeah. that yeah, yeah. player I agree. might not exist I agree. anymore, I agree. right? I agree. Le'Veon is one of the most dangerous players in the open field just from a strictly like takeaway draft picks, money, all that blah blah. Yeah. From a strictly X's no points, like this dude is perfect in the Eagles offense. They you know, they love to get their running backs involved in the passing game. Doug loves to get a guys in space. Doug's great at game planning for player strengths. Like Le'Veon could come in. Like I was looking at his stats. I think he's caught something like a hundred and like maybe forty or something passes mm-hmm. the last years. Like this dude is a complete offense with missing weapon. games too. Right. So I would do it. I would do it.
0: And, and the, the same way. And I don't even think it's going to take a second. Like, I feel like the Steelers are done. They've had enough. in this whole I'm coming back in week seven thing is just a show a to be like they kind of they know the teams that they want to deal with. They know exactly what they can get out of this team, this team, and this team. And he is doing this as a thing like, hey, we're going to trade for you because he is going to show up and he's going to end the charade and whatever, but that really is. And there's still a small possibility that the Steelers just go, whatever, we're we're sending the tag and and, and go for it. And I think that's what some teams might be hesitant in doing, and honestly that might be holding it up as they get more whispers down the lane here. So if that – I mean, yeah, if he becomes a free agent – figure it out him, right. you know? well at
2: that point you're talking yeah. about giving up a big deal to bring him in here which is a different discussion right. from a draft
0: right. which but, again you're l- you're losing blo- you're going to lose Jay Ajayi and you're really only paying Corey Clement and if it's Corey Clement yeah. and Le'Veon Bell for the rest for uh, the next three or four years cool
2: and let's be honest how good has Ronald Darby played
0: Oh, you're oh, you're talking about throwing in Darby too, right? No, no, no.
2: no. I'm saying like when you're oh, talking oh, about adding right, right. Le'Veon. I mean, Darby's a free agent this off season, right? So, but I, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, you get a chance to add this guy. You go in. And you, and you make your offense better. Yeah, and, exactly. And the thing that a lot of people throw back is like, oh, well, there's a salary cap. There's a thing called the salary cap. Like a lot of people say that as if, I, as if I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, little, oh, shit, you're right. By
0: the way, this isn't baseball, Elliot. Right, don't know if yeah, you know that, I'm not. like,
2: oh, man, if only I knew that. Like, think how much better my job <laughs> oh, I'd be.
0: Spe- like, oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I, I and like I love talking about the salary cap. I love writing about where they're at. I love writing about implications. But I think with this, this is just a time where you got to say, you know what? Howie and Jake Rosenberg know what they're doing. Yes, if, if they trade from, they'll make it work. Like talking about the salary cap thing, like they will make it work if they want Le'Veon Bell.
0: I agree. Thirty-six million dollars if you say goodbye to Jason Peters and, uh, and Nick Foles.
1: Yeah, they they will. It's they there. can't do that. They will off. make it work.
0: Or not? And, not that, it was three point five with a credit or something. But there is a there's a crapload of money yeah. available. And, yeah,
1: and, and just for what it's worth, I mean, uh, you know, I think look, you feel bad for Earl Thomas, but I don't think there's anyone on the planet who felt more vindicated when their Earl Thomas thing happened. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. And it, and at this point, it's I think publicly, it's like people are like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Do, do your thing, Le'Veon.
0: Whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. <laughs> my, my bad because point proven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and that and you know like it should be proven because it is outrageous. It is not right, and I, that's why I've always said you've heard me say it a hundred million times. Yeah. I will never once get on a player for holding out for doing whatever it is to try and get paid because their careers are so short to earn their maximum amount of money especially they can earn in their backs. life, especially running backs. Um, I mean, and a guy like Earl Thomas who built that fucking franchise. Like, like I, I don't blame him for flipping him off. I don't blame any of it. And <laughs> no. I think any player who feels like they're not valued right has the right
0: to go for more. All right, guys. Well, we can talk about, you know, somewhat fantasy land there, too, with... I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but the, uh, the smoke and fire keeps going there. It's not going to help them against the Vikings. So... What do they have to do? And this is, this is what I keep coming back to. I don't want to fall into the trap of, well, you don't have Frank Reich and you don't have John Filippo, But, I mean, they're, at, they're in the 50% range in terms of red zone scoring. you know. And the only reason why that they were able to throw uh, one score in there is because Carson Wentz and Alshon Jeffery are absolutely amazing. And that was one hell of a touchdown pass by that. But, Elliot, what do they got to do to score points?
2: Well, one thing you have seen opposing offenses be successful against the Vikings with is getting, like, a running back or a tight end, a quick tight end matched up on Anthony Barr. I mean, you saw the Rams last week, you know, or I guess, yeah, it was last week and Thursday night. Uh, that is one thing the Eagles do. And they have, again, talking about Le'Veon, like, that would be a great... Yeah, that would be. But the Eagles night. have the personnel to make that happen. So, look, like, Xavier Rhodes, Doug said this week that he's probably going to follow Alshon around. Like, they do have a, a solid secondary, solid set of safeties, but, like... You have to expose their weak parts, and that's going to be game planning. Like, this is where Doug is going to have to show, like, I don't miss D-Flip. I don't miss Frank Reich. I can game plan against this team. And the good news is, much like the Eagles' defense, the Vikings' defense is a more extreme example of how bad they are on their road versus how good they are at home. So you're getting them at the link, which is big.
0: How do you score points, James? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, we have a little hot wing action little, to go, go down, down, the down. Well, here. I'll, 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 you think think the about Moses that for a second, because he needs some water. But here's here's what I'll say is uh that I, I agree with you and the thing about uh this week, and it's starting to creep back up again, uh, and I I and again I hate the saying. The the you need to run the ball more, you need to be more balanced, whatever that stuff is. No, you don't. You, you, The way that you run a balanced offense is to get as many people as you can involved in your offense. That doesn't necessarily mean that it has to go through J.J. or Wendell Smallwood or whatever. As long as it's going to the tight end and then going to Alshon Jeffrey, getting Jordan Matthews involved, getting Nelson Aguilar involved. That's what they were running. And honestly, if Nelson Aguilar catches those passes, we are not talking about a balanced, get. why aren't you running the ball more? Totally because agree. it was working. He dealt with the most drops, I think, since he started his two games. So, it, it, you know, and it's not like all of a sudden that uh, – as and n- no disrespect to fly 64 because we love you. We love you, Wing Bang. Uh, that is not how you want to – you don't want to run your offense through Wendell Smallwood. You don't want to necessarily run your offense through Ajay either because, again, uh, it, for a lot of the same reasons that Minnesota passes a lot, uh, it, it just they have uh, healthier running backs, which is what James is saying is why it was so weird. Throwing – keeping the ball in the best player – on the offense's hands is always a good thing. I'm fine with Carson Wentz throwing again 40 Agreed. to 45 passes if that generates yardage and touchdowns, James.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And I do think targeting Anthony Barr is a smart strategy. For some reason, he's regressed as much as any player in football this year. Anthony Barr is having a disastrous yes, season. My so old far. draft takes are up. Yeah, whole <laughs> yeah. It took a while. I was big on that, uh, yeah, too. Big contract and all that. Yeah, um, I, I, think that, uh, I think that's a really smart strategy. And again, they're not getting the same type of pressure they've gotten in the past. Obviously, no Everson Griffin will help this Eagles defense or this Eagles offense. So I'm with you. I I think passing the ball will work here. And I think it's execution. Like you said, Nelson Aguilar has to catch the ball. The Eagles don't lose that game if Nelson Aguilar catches the ball. Like, there are so many things we could say. Again, Corey Graham covers the guy, all that stuff. But
0: it's Jordan Matthews being back. It's in his head. Yeah,
1: he's he's psyched (laughs) out. I mean, but they just need to execute. They need to. The offensive line has to play more cohesively. Lane Johnson can't get beat. It's amazing on that you one. have to say that, too. Carl, I mean, me. Landry, like, uh, Carl Landry, Harold, Harold Landry, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> Carl Landry, I think of MVP chance. Oh, there you go, yeah, uh, yeah. Harold Landry, <laughs> Harold Landry beat him one-on-one on one yeah. with a speed, speed rush. I mean, Lane Johnson should never be getting like that. So I, I think that this line just needs to play better. People need to play better. That's the thing is I, I agree that Doug at times has not been as a – aggressive as we thought he would be, especially, you know, uh that third down call. Oh yeah. I mean I don't I don't even know Come what on, was man. going Twice. on there. How many throwaway yeah. play calls does yeah. Doug? Yeah, and Doug's like- had Doug has not had a great year but at the same time Players gotta execute, and the, these guys have not executed. So I, while I I put some of it on Doug, I put more of it on the players. I mean executing. every. I mean
2: Zach Gertz had a big drop last week. Jordan Matthews had yeah. a big drop. Aguilar had a drop. Uh, Alshon had that fumble slash drop thing that yeah. happened. So you you got it from all your players last week.
0: Yeah, and then, and again like that that turnover, uh, semi late was. Was a big a big swing in momentum too, like that, yeah. that. That's all a part of that. And I know people are gonna go, "Oh yeah, just play better." Thanks, James. But he's right. I mean, <laughs> no, no, you're one hundred percent right. What I'm here for. That <laughs> yeah, is fire <yeah>,
1: yeah. <laughs> takes like that.
0: <laughs> but that's uh, it's it's not untrue. That there's nothing much more that you can really do schematically other than just. Uh, this is the other thing too, and it's it's cold. It's as cold as cold take can be. They're going to get better, like I because it's Carson and because we know Doug. They're going to get better. I agree with L- you. Let me, let me they say have two to. things.
2: So, like, to your point where it's like they need to play better, right? Like, that's why this game is so big to me. Like, I, they need to show me this year's team. And, look, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I think they're talented enough. I think they have the yeah, character to do, do it. Until they
1: lose to the Vikings <laughs> in the fifth game That's exactly right. Until they that's lose exactly this one, right. yeah. game of the that's season. Exactly right. That's exactly right.
2: That's exactly right. Because I'm saying, like, you need to show me you can rebound. You need to show me you can put it together. Like, these next two games, it's Everything. It yeah. is everything. No, like, it is. You can't drop to four and two. If you're at three and three, you three, can go four and two. Yeah, I think two big. and Sorry, four, two and four, right? Yeah, not that. <laughs> four and two is okay yeah. over here. Yeah, go. You go to three and three, and I'm just like, you know what? You're an average team that'll get him because the division's bad. They were Super Bowl champs last year. They're not this year, right? So, yeah, it's, it's huge. In my opinion, these next games will tell us absolutely everything we need to know about the Eagles.
0: Well, gentlemen, let's get our balls on the table because it's time for the NFL picks. Hit me. It's time to ring the bell. And place some bets. Hey, I don't want your money punching my money. Here come our NFL picks. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. The picks are once again brought to you by the Casino at Delaware Park, where football season obviously has arrived, and it's not just the the NFL action. It's NCAA. It's everything imaginable you can bet on. Just hop down 95. It is the closest place in the Philadelphia area that you can bet uh, legally and uh, have fun doing it as they have a phenomenal third floor with all the games on it every time. Uh, it's an incredible atmosphere. Delaware Park is a letter agent of the Delaware Lottery. You must be 21 to play, but as always, you do not have to be 21 to watch. We're going to change things up while we're doing these picks, gentlemen, because you got to tell me the line Carolina and the New York Giants. We're what picking is the line? Yeah, you got to oh, tell God, me. I'm you so got to tell it's me. So well. It was fun. You got to tell me what the Carolina line is at the Giants. It's at Carolina. At, oh, at Carolina, Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to take go, your guesses.
2: Oh God, this is going to be so embarrassing. I'm going to go Panthers by
1: five and a half. It's actually a really good guess. It's pretty good I guess. It's get pretty married. good guess. I was gonna go either six and a half or six. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'll go six and a half.
0: G- James Seltzer, the majority of the casinos have it at six and a oh! half. So oh! let's oh! go, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start things off because um, this is easy as hell. This is my teaser pick. Throw it up to minus twelve. The Carolina Panthers are absolutely Ooh, gonna destroy this 12. team.
1: I totally <laughs> agree. Coming off a of bye, I can't. Re- I want to ring the bell here, but I can't. We, uh, we saw what this Giants team was last week. Again, I think that the win in Houston was somewhat fluky. I think this Giants team heading into Carolina is is not going to put up points. I like the Panthers to cover. The ESP?
2: Giants are trash and probably the worst team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm going with the uh, Panthers.
0: Oh, man, we're agreeing on too many things. Yeah, as yeah, gentlemen, is, uh, let's guess the line as we travel down to Houston as they take on the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. What is the line, James Seltzer, it's in Houston? In, in, in Houston. Dallas. It's in Houston. Okay, in Houston.
1: Uh, I will say uh, Texans by three. Ha. Huh.
2: I'll say three and a half. I was going to go with three, but I don't want to cut.
0: Elliot Shore Parks. It's a draw. It's three and three and a half all across the board. <laughs> we're big in it, but we're go- we'll give Elliot the win since he was ballsy yeah, enough to take fair. me over. Yeah. So you start us off three and a half points for Houston Texans against the haunted, awful Dallas Cowboys. Kind
2: of crazy. I think some Can people be pick haunted the
0: Tech- and, and awful at the same time. I don't know.
2: Uh, kind of crazy, <laughs> but some people pick the Texans to win the Super Bowl. I mean, right? Like, think about oh, it. Oh yeah, they were, yeah, they were, yeah. People, they were yeah. in a dark horse team. I think they cover and I think they win,
1: but I've not been impressed by them so far. All right, this is the least favorite thing I'm ever gonna do. Ring that bell. Ring, Ring the bell. Ring. I don't even like the Cowboys. Obviously, I obviously hate the fucking Cowboys. Oh. But I don't like Hold them. Hold let me get that. As, yeah, I don't like them as a team. <laughs> I don't think they're that good. I just don't think the Texans are that good. And honestly, if this line had been three, I don't know what I would have done. But at three and a half. I'll take the points. I think this is a three-point game. I think Houston probably wins it, but I don't know. I don't know if they're better than Dallas. (laughs) I think Dallas stinks, but at least Dallas' defense is okay. Uh, Zeke is going to play, it looks like. I'm going to just take the points, even though I don't feel good about it. Ring it again.
0: Because... I think dallas is also awful on the road and i'm gonna take that their secondary somehow falls apart with will fuller running right across so i'll take you yep. at home gentlemen the last one on the docket as we travel on down to new orleans but cool. you can still sign up and uh, enjoy that trip Nollins, Nollins, nola wherever you want fans of still has a trip available if you want to go and hang out with the crew especially elliot down there gentlemen <laughs> james what is the line in new orleans
1: uh okay so this is washington at new orleans Three and one now, by the way. I'm thinking right? six and a half or seven. I'll give them the halfway. I'm going to say Saints by seven. I am going to.
2: Uh, I don't want to copy you. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go five and a half. Again.
0: Five and a half. You should have. Actually, everybody's wrong because six and a half. Oh is, I should have oh, stuck with my
1: first guess, and I went. I gave them the extra it. point. It
0: did open at seven, so okay. we'll give you partial credit, right. and that means James, off. you got to okay. tell us what's happening in New Orleans.
1: Uh, look, it's a lot of points. The Saints have not looked dominant yet, but like Elliot pointed out, they're sitting in three and one. Yeah. I feel like people are like, "Oh, the Saints—they're struggling." It's like, no, they're three and one; they're doing fine. <laughs> I think the offense got rolling last week. I think they put it up. I think that Washington—I know Washington's coming off a bye. I think the Saints are just better, and I think they will pull away late. I think they cover. So, I'll have a prediction and a
2: take for you. Prediction: I agree with James. I think the Saints. I don't think the Redskins can score with the Saints, so I think they cover and they win. I would take Nate Sudfeld to start my team over Alex Smith. Ooh, you're talking about like wow. right now? Yeah. If you're <laughs> oh
0: my god. Training. Yep. Uh, uh, the Elliot art of Shore the take Parks, at, yeah. at the art of the take. <laughs> yeah. Put that on at there. At your Park. Woof. Oh my god. I think that's hot. <laughs> 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 Woof. So I I'm, I'm I like so that. blinded. So who are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. Uh, you are taking the Saints. I'm also taking the Saints. No, as ring well. the bell there. No, ring the bell. But uh, real quick
1: though, before we get out of here, can we we did we tease it? We didn't get to it. Elliot doesn't like things in his pockets.
0: Yeah, what's and up? And I with found
1: that? this out when we were in Tennessee, when uh, he decided to ask my wife to hold all his and shit. She from did. His po- She's fine. It was <laughs>
2: kind. She did. Who's gonna say no to that? You <laughs> yeah. know, she had a purse. She also ended up holding my the toothpaste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was. She was. Key. I just feel like look, like I rock the skinny jeans. You know, like I can't be having it sticking. To, like the pockets look fat. <laughs> I Feel like it makes my thighs <laughs> look fat. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just not comfortable with it. John yeah. is making such a face. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: just I don't get it. It's so ridiculous. And I have a
2: skinny wallet too. Like I, James' wallet's a fucking monster. Like wait, skinny, <laughs> I guess they skinny, skinny like
0: this or like, even skinny?
2: Almost. I didn't bring it in because you know. So this yeah, is just I would say this is a
0: normal size wallet, but this is crazy to me. You know, yeah. like what do you do when you're walking around in the city? Oh yeah, I just hold you, it. You forgot you. I just you, hold it. You just hold oh, it in your hands. It's
1: so good. Or I ask my this girlfriend. A gr- to hold it. This is my oh. final thought. Or you ask your girlfriend
2: to hold it. What's wrong with you? She's
0: a
1: purse. Oh my
0: god. I ask to girlfriend hold your shits.
2: This is ridiculous. Already carrying the purse around, like <gasps> you just put so it in good. there. So good,
0: man. I don't know. I I just see. I was getting. I was getting so ready to pl- praise Elliot. Like you know, we're like <laughs> we were having such a good time. Putting
2: things in the pocket. We Redded agreed it. on Redded. takes,
0: and yeah. then the next thing you Redded know. It. Like what? What is it? What is it? It just don't pockets feel... overrated? Wow! Not about them.
2: Oh man, pockets.
0: Yeah. you need pockets. That's why. No. That's why everybody makes pockets fun of me because they're like
2: overrated. I got I got I iPhone Max because I don't put shit in my pocket. Everyone's like, how do you put in your pocket? I'm like,
0: uh, I you don't. just hold it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> oh, so, crazy weird. To me.
1: It so weird. It's so weird. I love it. Oh, that's my final thought.
0: Would you, yeah, Elliot is weird for not allowing yeah. things in his pockets, and he's anti-pocket. Yeah. That we just learned that. I think we're gonna have to turn this into a thing every every yes! time we close the show. We just gotta we gotta peel each we'll layer back, back one at, at like a time. That. That's
1: a great yeah. idea. <laughs> well, come to New that. Orleans, drink Something with me. To know Something more. to know about Elliot. That's we, we, what I'm saying. Like it, we're keeping it hundred. Because here.
0: when you go drinking with Elliot, you're just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, this is By this is way, right but, on the flavor. We've
2: already talked about like going drinking with James was a phenomenal time.
0: We'll get we'll definitely get into that on the next the next preview pod that because like I, have thing, yeah. I have some questions. I have a lot of questions. On, oh yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. And yeah. be sure at Go Birds Pod. Follow us on the twitter.com at Elliot Shore Parks at James Seltzer at John Barcher. Gentlemen, uh, we uh, this was a lot of fun and uh, thanks to the Firkin Tavern for allowing us to hang out and drink some beers and eat some delicious food. Uh, for Go Birds number eighteen. Are we
2: making an Eagles pick or?
0: Uh, Oh yeah we didn't even oh make an Eagles my pick. Goodness. We're going we to NFC do that pod, we're or? gonna do that on Saturday on the WIP Ooh, show I like oh, that. That's what we call right. it because then we the Yeah, that's today. right. That's that's where one, from one to three, we'll all be there, and it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, for uh, everyone here, including Casey Young, John Gentile, and uh, the uh, wonderful promotions crew that helped us out here at 94WIP, this has been the Go Birds podcast on Radio.com and also Sports Radio 94WIP. We'll see you guys. Go Birds. <laughs>